All right. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the second podcast of today. It is uh, Sunday, July 17th. 2022. I'm your host as always, Adam Martin. This is Big Marcel, and we're going to be previewing UFC London, the second UFC London card, Marcel, of the year, uh, as well as Bellator 283. We'll talk about that at the end of the card, but the bulk of the show will be the UFC London preview, Marcel. Uh, I know you're doing well because I've already talked to you a few minutes ago, Marcel, but uh, let's let's switch gears here. We're going to talk about this card, uh, UFC uh, London. So just your overall thoughts. I always ask you that, Marcel. What's your overall thoughts on this card before we get into it? Yeah, man, I have the feeling many people uh, are acting like this is like a next level card or something. But for me, it's like, it's okay. You know, it's an okay card. But I feel like the Long Island card from last week was more stacked than this one. But uh, I think this is really the appealing for, for the for the English crowd, you know. So uh, for me, it's an okay card. But it's not like, uh, uh, wow, I'm... I'm uh, how do you say that? I can't sleep for five days until this card starts, you know what I mean? So it's just okay. No, I get it. I understand what you're saying. I think it's a pretty hard. Like, it's definitely for the European fans, for sure. And hopefully some of you guys are from Europe or are going to this card. I mean, I think it's a good card. So let's get into it. We've got some comments. What's up, Steve? How's it going, man? You're always here for the uh, the preview show. Appreciate that. What's up, Antoine? What's up, guys? Important main event. Card is stacked. No, he thinks it's stacked more. So there you go. We have a disagreement mm-hmm. already, which is fine with me. You're to this. But guys, I'm going to say what the UC will do with Patty wins. Tell us what, what are they going to do? Patty the Bat, he's going to come out to that song. It's like the, uh, the White Stripes, isn't it, Marcel? Like it's a different version of it. You know that song, yeah, Nation Army, a, right? A, a remix or something, yeah. Rex Lee, thanks for the hard work and the early drops. Love the Sunday podcast. I appreciate that, man. Thanks so much, dude. Uh, we should have mentioned, actually, I didn't even talk yeah, about this in the last show. Yeah. Next Sunday, we're not here. Marcel's birthday. So I talked to Marcel and he wants the day off, which I'm going to give him the day off. You got the day off, Marcel. I'll give you the day off. It's, it's not like <laughs> I, I wanted, but you know, I don't know if if people coming by. I'm no, pretty sure totally they So yeah. So after you told me that, I realized I had a softball game at 1130. So we would have had to do it really early anyway. So it's just not going to work out that day. So we're going to do it Monday instead. We're going to do it at five o'clock like the old days, guys. Five, five at six for the recap and then six to seven for the previews. And Marcel... I think that at this point we're okay with that. So it's not ideal, I, I don't think, but that's what we're going to do, guys. So just want to mention that next Monday, uh, it would be July 25th, I believe, Marcel. Um, yeah. At 5 p.m. Eastern. So that'll be the next podcast, guys. Okay. So let's talk about uh, some stuff. We got George saying best preview team in business. I appreciate that, man. Although let's ignore about last week's picks. They weren't great. I'm going to get back to the drawing board here, get back to the winning ways. He says Patty and Ferguson. They might do that fight, they could do it. All right, guys, like I said, we have UFC London to preview. We have a lot of fights here. I think it's, what is it, 14 fights, Marcel? Is that how many we have on this card? It's, it's a yeah, good card. Yeah, I think um, 14, yeah. One, two, three, four. Yeah, we have 14 fights. So let's get into it, guys. Uh, first fight on the card is, we don't know if this is going to be the first fight because uh, they haven't updated the bout order, but we're going to just talk about it quickly because it's just recently added. Mason Jones is taking on Ludovic Klein, and we're going to talk about this uh, fight uh, right now, it's really quickly, uh, contender series is back next week. We'll talk about it next week. We're not, not on this podcast, but we will talk about it for sure. All right, let's get into this card, Marcel. So Mason Jones versus Ludovic Klein. Again, the odds just came out, guys, this morning. Uh, right now, Mason Jones is minus 325, Ludovic, Ludovic Klein plus 275. Remember, Klein was supposed to fight Ignacio Bahamandes. That fight got scratched. That was supposed to be at UFC 277 next week. Mason Jones has been looking for a fight for a while. No one wanted to fight him. Ludovic Klein, credit to him for stepping up. He is a big underdog here. Your thoughts, Marcel? I actually want to hear your thoughts first on this one. I can't pick Ludovic Klein, man. Uh, not after the last couple of fights. I mean, I know he beat uh, Devontae Smith. It wasn't like a great performance, but he got the job done. Mm-hmm. But that fight with Nate Landwehr, Marcel, was such a bad look for him, Marcel. And I'm just not as high on him as I was coming into the UFC and after that Shane Young knockout. I, I do think the Mike Trezano fight, he could have won that fight, you know, but on paper, he lost. But just the Nate Landwehr fight, Marcel, just scares me off of this guy. And now he's taking on a guy in Mason Jones who's a good grappler, who's improving his striking. Uh, I just think the grappling is going to be the difference, Marcel, personally. I think you'll be able to get him down to the ground and kind of just lay on top of him a little bit here. Uh, you know, if it stays on the feet, Klein can win for sure. But I, I just I think Jones will fight smart. It's in his hometown, I believe, right in London. So I don't know if he's from London, but is he? I'm pretty sure he's from Let me double check here. Mason Jones is from Blavenon. I don't know where that is. Maybe if Glenn's in the chat, he can tell us where that is. I like Mason Jones and Marcel. I was looking to pick him against whoever they're going to match him up with, and he's fighting a guy that I'm not as high on as I once was, so I'm taking Mason Jones. What do you think? 
Yeah, by the way, Beatje asked how late the card starts. Exactly the same time as uh, Long Island card. So, um, yeah, I, I feel the same way. You know, I think uh, Jones is uh, is very talented. Uh, he lost his debut in the UFC uh, against uh, Mike Davis, remember? Had a great fight against Onama, a very competitive one. And he had that uh, weird-ass no contest against Alan Patrick. He should have won. Um, he's a talented guy. Ludovic Klein is good as well. You know, I really like him. But that, that yeah, the landware fire, man, that, that puts me, pulls me off as well. I mean, yeah, I didn't, never expected that to happen. He was yeah. a huge favorite, I think, as well in this fight going in. Um, I'm taking Jones, not by finish, but I'm taking him with a decision. Yeah, and see, we're done. He's from East Wales, from Wales. He's Welsh. He's Wales. So yeah. I was thinking that for a second here, but I mean, he's in the United Kingdom, right? That's part of the UK, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's, it's a hometown fight, let's be honest. Like a lot of his fights have taken place in England already, and, you know, the crowd will be behind him, obviously. They're not going to be cheering for Louis the Klein in this fight, I don't think, unless you got some uh, people from Slovakia in the crowd, which you might, which you might. But yeah, I mean, I'm with you, Marcel. I just I can't pick this guy right now. You know, like it's just disappointing because like coming into the UFC, man, he was knocking everyone's head kicks, even in his first fight. And then since then, like you've seen him kind of be like a little limited. If he can't get that knockout, he's not the, the best. So I, I can't pick him, Marcel. Um, but yeah, I, I, I gotta go with uh with Mason Jones, man. I mean, I think the guy's good, so we're gonna take him to win this fight. And I think that win over David Onama looks a lot better now, don't you think, Marcel? It's a good win. Oh, for sure, yeah, yeah. All right, let's get to the next fight here. We got Claudio Silva taking on Nicholas Dalby. And right now we have uh, Dalby is the favorite, Marcel. Minus 280, plus 240 on, Nick, on Claudio Silva. What do you think? Dalby, a big favorite here, Marcel, against the uh, older fighter in, in Silva with a good ground game. So what do you think? There's actually only a two-year two year age difference in this one, you know? Uh, Dalby's yeah, 37 right. and Silva's yep. 39. Yep. So, but visually, you think Silva's much older than Dalby for some reason. I feel the same way, you know? Yep. Is it a deserved much? Uh, the, is it a deserved pick favorite? I don't know. You know, I don't think Dalby has looked amazing. You know, so far in the UFC after his comeback. Uh, but same goes for Silva, man. I think Silva is on the decline. You know, he didn't look good in, against Court McGee at all. Mm -hmm. You know, and uh, for Dalby, listen, man, Dalby needs to definitely win this fight here. You know, uh, it's a fight he gets against a guy who's also not doing very well. He's what I say is on the decline. Silva can win this fight if he uses his ground game, but I kind of feel more like Dalby's going to win this time. I uh, don't know why. I think it's a super close fight. I'm thinking Dalby with a decision, but I'm far from sure of it. I think the line's too long, too. You know, oh, for I, sure. I, 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 there's no way I'd bet Nicholas Dalby, even, in, even if he was like closer to like you know less odds, because I just don't trust the guy, really. Minus 280 is kind of high. I do favor him slightly, Marcel, because it's a fade on Claudia Silva for me. I just... The last couple of fights, I know he's fought some pretty good fighters, obviously. Corbin Gee and James Carson are good fighters, but like just the way he's fought has just been ugly. Like, the, he's a grappler, right? He's like on his back most of the last fight. Didn't seem like he wanted to be there. I'm shocked he actually made the distance. His cardio is not very good. You know, Dalby is the better striker, he's the better cardio. His takedown defense is not great, though. So, I mean, he could get taken down here and lose on the ground. I think that's the chance. There's a chance that happens, but. Uh, if it stays standing, I expect him to win the fight, Marcel, which I, I think was what happens here. I think he, he outpoints and wins the decision, but there's no way I'd bet on him. I have no interest in betting on Nicholas Dalby in this fight. So Sorry. I'm staying completely away from this one. I'm going to pick him. You take, you said decision, Marcel? Is that what you said? Yeah, yeah. I guess maybe you could look at that, but even that, I don't even want to take a, I don't even want to have any action on this fight. Dalby by decision is plus 125. You could take a look at that. If Silva wins, would it be by sub, you think? If he, like Ronson did, you think that's how he'd win? If he did win? Possibly, yeah, but uh, I don't think he will. But he possibly, almost, plus, yeah. almost plus 500 on him but inside the distance. It's, it's kind of high, too. So I don't know. This is kind of a weird fight. I'm just going to stay away from it. But, I mean, it's it's either Silva gets a submission, I think, or Dolby wins on points. That's that's the way I look at this fight. And I agree with Juan. Uh, he says that the line's too wide. He actually is picking Claudio Silva. So, I mean, it's, it's possible. I, I wouldn't be completely shocked. Got the next fight here, Mandy Boom. I think I pronounced the right, right Marcel? Mandy Boom. Yeah, Man Mandy Boom. Yeah. Mandy Boom against uh, Victoria Leonardo. She's coming back from another broken arm. She keeps breaking her arms in her fights. Uh, one of the more competitive fights, according to the odds makers, Marcel, minus 150 for Boom, plus 130, Leonardo. What do you think? Yeah, I have really low belief in Mandy Boom, dude. After I saw her last fight against Ariana Lipskin, that's something you already said before that fight, I remember. Yeah. You said, like, it's it's not good, you know. If you look at Victoria Leonardo, she has two fights in the UFC, but she fought against Fioro and against Gato, you know. And those, those are hard are, fucking fights. Yeah, those are difficult fights, you know. If you look at the other fights, she fought before the UFC in the Contender Series. 
Uh, at least she, she got some good ones under her belt. You know what I mean? Um, hasn't looked great in the octagon. Two two time broken arm. It's never good, you know. But what I saw from both girls, I see more in Leonardo. You know what I mean? So I'm not going for a finish at all here. I think it will be a very competitive and even fight. But I think Leonardo takes it unanimous decision. There we go. We got a consensus dog right away. I'm going Victoria Leonardo too. I mean, listen, the broken arms scare me because. You know, obviously, Bum's got some submission ability, and she gets her arm there down there. It could be in trouble, but I'm not impressed by Bum. You look at her record, guys. Like the the opponents she's fought besides Lipsky, I mean, they're just like bottom of the barrel for the most part. Like O and O, O and one. The Canadian girls who fought Jade Mess and Wong, um, Mark Andre Barrios, former girlfriend. She's not too bad. She's to be here in TKO, but still not a great win. And I don't know, Marcel. I'm just, I just I told you Bum wasn't good coming into that fight, and she looked even worse than I expected. He's on her back for 50 minutes. Eric Lipsky was not a grappler at all. You know, Leonardo, she's more of a striker, but she actually does have some grappling too. She's way more experienced, Marcel. She's, I know, like, her wins aren't great, guys. Like, she's obviously got some, you know, not great wins on her resume, but, like, the losses are to really good fighters. Plainsfield, Matt, Miranda Maverick, Firo, Gatto, Marcel. Those are not bad losses. Yeah. Um, and she's more of someone that gets, like, finished with strikes, not really on the ground. Uh, I got to go with Victoria Leonardo as a dog. Um, I think this is a pick and fight more so than, or actually, I would actually favor Leonardo, I should say. I would favor a little bit. I think the line should be with her like a minus 130 favorite or something like that. You know, it's, it can't be super confident Victoria Leonardo, guys, obviously, but I think she wins this fight, Marcel. I do expect her to get the job done. So I'm picking Victoria Leonardo. And uh, what do you think, decision, Marcel, or stoppage? Because she did stop the girl in contender series, but what do you think? Decision or stoppage? I'm going decision there, man. I would favor decision too. I mean, most women's fights, to be honest, they usually go to this, the distance and probably does too. But we have a consensus dog right off the bat, guys, which is kind of interesting. I just, I'm not very high on Mandy Bone. I'm going to say that right now. Next fight here Jai Herbert against Kyle Nelson, lightweight division. Kyle Nelson coming back more so after a long layoff. He has not fought in almost two years, and I believe he's moving back up in weight for this fight, right? Marcel moving to lightweight. Um, yeah. Where I think he did compete years ago. Yeah, he fought Diego for at lightweight. So he's moving back up. Taking on Jai Herbert, who's coming off that fight with Tapuri, where he dropped him with the head, uh, was it the head kick, I believe? And then he came back and got knocked out brutally. But uh, you've seen the power of this guy. Um, the odds for this one, Marcel, I, I don't think it's a surprise. You have Jai Herbert minus 280, plus 240 on Kyle Nelson. I'm not surprised by the odds. What do you think? Yeah, man, Jai Herbert is the guy, also former Cage Warriors champion, who, in comparison to Paddy, he doesn't get favorable matchups. You know, he gets tough matchups. Um, Still, I feel like Kyle been long He's been away for a long time. You know, he's he's a pretty decent fighter, but uh, I was never really convinced. You know, I think he's a good fighter, but uh, but also goes for Jay Herbert, man. You can't say you're convinced about him if you see him fight. You know, uh, he got a win over Kama Worthy, which was good. You know, and then uh, the first round against Tapuria was amazing, actually, but uh, he got knocked out in the second. Um, is it from of a of his uh, home, it's not the real home. He's, I think he's from Manchester, but still, he's from England. You know, yeah. I think that uh, does something for him. So uh, I'm thinking Herbert here. I think uh, I think he finishes him as well in the first round. Actually, that's the one with TKO for Herbert. The crowd's definitely going to be behind him in this fight for sure. There's no doubt about it. Kyle Nelson coming from Canada. He's from my neck of the woods, Marcel. Mm. Um, obviously, trains with uh, what's her name, uh, Diane Belbitsa. That's her. That's <laughs> one of his training partners, right? They train in. Uh, I think it's in Stony Creek, Ontario. It's not far from where I live. Listen, uh, you know, it'd be nice to see Kyle win. He's a good dude. But, you know, Marcel, I have not been impressed with him. I haven't really been impressed with either guy, let's be honest. Dude. Kyle yeah. Nelson's 1-3 with three stoppage losses. <laughs> Jai Herbert's 1-3 with three stoppage losses. They have the same record. They're both Cheney. They both have power. I think it'll be a good fight. I'll tell you right now, Marcel, I don't think the fight goes three rounds. Do you? I don't think so. No, no. I said first round. Yeah, TK. sorry. Yeah, you too. Um, the fight not going the distance. I'm just going to look at the line. It's minus 245. I think that's a good bet. I almost feel like that's a better bet than taking Herbert because if Herbert wins, it'll be by knockout. If he loses, he'll get knocked out. I'm picking Herbert by knockout as well. I think he gets the job done, Marcel. But I almost like the, the fight doesn't go the distance a little better because he does have a bad chin and he could get knocked out, you know? But I think he gets the job done. I, I definitely got to go with Herbert by knockout here. But it, it, like I said, Marcel, you know, his chain is not great. And, and if he got caught here, it wouldn't completely shock me either. So, Jai Herbert by Nako is the pick. I, I like the fight not going the distance even better. So, that's my pick there. All right, let's get to the next fight here. Interesting fight here in the flyweight division. We have Mohamed Makayev taking on Charles Johnson, making his UFC debut. And no one to fight Makayev, so credit to Johnson. They had a little bit of a tiff here on, on social media this week. 
Makaya posted a weird picture here with like uh, AK-47 or something. And he's like, hey, Charles, I'll see you next week. It's just a weird thing to post, honestly. Very, very weird. Uh, and then Charles Johnson's like, I'm from St. Louis. We, we have the most shootings here per like per population or something. Like, Which is true. St. Louis is definitely a tough city. But like, it was just a weird thing for them to be going back and forth about. Like, Why would you brag about how many people kill each other in the city you're from? It's just a weird thing, Marcel. I don't know. Anyways, as far as the fight goes, yeah. I mean, you obviously have a huge favor here. Minus 450, Makaya. Plus 340, Charles Johnson. Uh, do you think the odds are correct here, Marcel? Biggest favorite of the card. Uh, no. No. Oh. I think it's dis disrespectful to Johnson, those odds. I think Johnson is a good fighter. Um, I think it will be a tough fight, to be honest, with Mokayev, man. I I'm picking Mokayev here in this fight. Uh, I think he has uh, the wrestling credentials to get it uh, done. It's a tough fight, dude. I, I think people underestimate Johnson, you know. Um, I think Johnson has shown in his, uh, in his career so far that he's very tough. Uh, you saw it in this fight against uh, Carlos Moda uh, for the title in LFA. Yeah. Also before, I feel like it will be. I think it will be a close fight. I still think Mokayev will win, but I'm going with a decision win. I think it's a disrespectful. Uh, uh, the odds are disrespectful to be really honest. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Charles Roth is not a bad fighter. I mean, he's coming off that win over uh, what's his name, Carlos, Carlos Moda, who's actually a pretty good fighter in the fifth round. It was actually one of the better fights of this year, Marcel. Yeah. Earlier in this year, but it was a very good fight. He's won four straight fights. Um, He's, he's fought some good competition too, Marcel. If you look through his career, I mean, he's been in exactly. trouble, you know, for a while. He's a pretty good fighter, Marcel, but like, I, I mean, it's hard to pick him here, you know, at the same time. Like, Mikheyev is one of the better prospects. I mean, probably the best prospect in this division because that the win over Cody Durden was just sensational. And I mean, age is pretty well after Durden's last performance too. Uh, I mean, how do you not pick this guy, right? But the question is, like, is there value at four, minus 450? Like, I don't know if there's value. Maybe you look at him inside the distance instead. I know Johnson's tough, but like this guy gets pretty much everyone over there, so maybe that's the way to look. McCabe inside distance minus one fifteen. McCabe by his decisions plus one eighty. Ah, I think if he wins this by finish, would you, you think finish Marcel? If you had to make a pick, I have think a decision. decision. I have decision, decision right? for McCabe. Yeah. There you go. So maybe Marcel, he could be honest with you. I mean, Charles Jones is tough as hell, so maybe. But this guy is super talented, Marcel. So yeah, I mean, we're all we're all picking McCabe, obviously. All right, let's get to the next fight here. Another fight with big odds, Marcel. This is another one where, uh, actually, I'll be honest, I'm a little bit more convinced <clears> about this one. Nathaniel Woods taking on Charles Rosa here. Uh, odds for this were minus 450 for Wood and, and plus 360 for Rosa. So very similar odds. Uh, what do you think, Ben? Yeah, Wood going up in weight class, right, to 145. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, finally having a fight again after almost two years without a fight. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, looking forward to it, Charles. If you look at Charles Rosa, the thing with Charles Rosa is he's super tough, you know, but, I mean, he doesn't do it, you know, in the UFC. He, he kind of like, I remember when he came up and he fought Jair Rodriguez. Uh, many people were on Rosa back then, you know. Jair wasn't that, that big right now. Then. He also fought Burgos back then. He's like he's like a guy who is, like, tough, but I don't see him making a run in division, you know what I mean? And with Wood, I think Wood, Wood is pretty much... What people, mm, they, they pretty much, I think that's the same thing that people in England have with Jack Shore, man. You know, it's like he's the next big thing. He's going to do amazing things, you know. And then out of the sudden, he loses to John Dodson. Remember that fight? Um, I mean, I think Wood wins this fight. I don't see, uh, I, I don't think it will be an amazing fight. I think Wood, can he finish him? I don't know, man. Rose is super tough. You know what I mean? And, uh, I'll go with the decision one for Wood. I don't expect a great fight, to be really honest, with this one. I'm not sure what to think about the fight. I, I have no idea, but I definitely like Nathaniel Wood to win it. I, I'm yeah. just not sure if he wins by decision or maybe stops. I mean, I'm pretty sure it's going to be a decision, too, though, because Rose is tough, like you said. Mm -hmm. um, I just think he's going to be better everywhere, Marcel. I mean, on the feet, I think he's the far superior striker. And on mm -hmm. the ground, I mean, Rose has got good jiu-jitsu, obviously, but he's got great submission defense, like legendary submission defense. He's never been choked out, and the amount of submissions uh, other opponents have put against him is, is very impressive. In fact, he hasn't been submitted yet, but I can't pick him, Marcel. I also feel like if he loses, he'll probably be released. Um, you know, I think he's almost doing them a favor by coming here and taking this fight because I don't think many people want to fight Nathaniel Wood in England. He's going to be the guy that does it. You know, it's just kind of a shame Nathaniel Wood didn't work out at 135 because man, I remember when he made his debut against Johnny Eduardo. I mean, that's a submitted him. It was so impressive. And since then, it's almost like he went down in competition. Then he lost to Dodson in kind of surprising fashion. And then 
you know, the Kenny fight where it was a war. Um, and then takes two years off because of different, was it weight cutting issues and injuries mm-hmm. and stuff. So I think at 145 after the layoff, I think he'll actually look good in this fight. I expect him to win. Um, I, I'm even, I'm probably like, I would say honestly, Marcel, of all the fighters in the car, he might be my most confident guy this week. Uh, I just expect him to win. I'm just not sure how the fight will play out, but I think he'll win the fight for sure. Uh, he has to win the fight and he will. Wouldn't know how to lose big pressure sometime long layup. Wouldn't be shocked if he loses. I would. I would be shocked. Marcel, I would, I'd be shocked. I don't think Charles Rose is that great, honestly. I think Wood's still pretty good. I think he's got, you know, potential still. New England fire goes to England. That's true. That's a good point. All right, let's get to the next fight here, Marcel. Mark Diakiesi taking on Demir Hadzovic. And let's get to this odds for this fight. Uh, did, didn't you miss a fight? Oh, I'm sorry. I did miss one fight. Sorry, guys. It's, um, yeah, my, my apologies. I missed one of the fights. Sorry, guys. I got the order wrong here. Macquan Amarcarni against Jonathan Pierce. I don't know how the order got mixed up. Um, oh, I see what happened. I just made a mistake here. Okay, no worries. So if anyone's listening, that's what happened here. We just we just screwed up the order. Or I shouldn't say we. I screwed up the order. I had them switched around because they did some. Uh, they did change up the order a little bit. I, I, I'll stand by you. We swear, we we mess out. Yeah, we mess <laughs> out. I'll stand by you. <laughs> you should tell me too. Yeah, yeah. No I'm kidding. Um, well, Macquan Amarcarni against Jonathan Pierce. That's the next fight here. And the odds for this one, uh, Amber Con- or excuse me, Pierce minus two five, Amber Connie plus one seventy five. What do you think about this fight? That's a weird ass fight. You know what I mean? Uh, weird ass fight to book. Something I didn't expect. I, w- I was kind of surprised they booked this fight. To be real, Macron Amerikani last fight against Mike Grundy. We know first first round Anaconda win, Anaconda choke in the first minute, and he came off a three fight losing skit. And I got to be honest here, the Kamuila Kirk fight, he actually won in my opinion. You know. And for and the Lerone Murphy, the first round, he looked pretty decent, and he got knocked out in the second round. So mm-hmm. it's hard to say. You know, if you look at Jonathan Pierce, he got that win over Christian Rodriguez last time, was supposed to fight Austin Lingo. Before that, those Omar Morales win and the Kai Kamaka win was pretty impressive to me. You know, so now he's fighting Marquan Americani. Um, the thing is, I faded Jonathan Pierce for a long time, and that's because he lost to Joe Lozon in his UFC debut, man. I was uh, I was really surprised with that. Uh, before that, he, he he has done pretty well, you know. Uh, if you look at Amerkani, if he doesn't get to, to the ground, Amerkani, he's pretty much almost every time he's fucked. You know what I mean? Uh, that's really his thing. Um, I, I I smell I smell a split decision coming up in this fight for some reason, dude. And um, I'm my 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 mind says Pierce winning it, but my but for some reason. It's in England. It's in Europe. I think Americani can get it as well. You know, so who's your pick? Yeah, it's a good fight. It's a good. It's a good. Uh, good question. I've, right now, I feel like I'm going with Americani, but it still can change. You know, this is tough to call. I think too. Uh, I feel like it's more of a pickup fight, honestly. So I think Pierce is overvalued here. You know, especially that last fight, guys. Like he got in a lot of bad positions against a small fighter and Christian Rodriguez. He got out of the submissions, but. It, I'm looking at his record. Like he's been in a lot of chokes in his career. And we know Armour Connie's got one of the best anaconda chokes in the business. He's got some of the best submissions. I definitely think he could win. Um, at the same time, though, you know, Armour Connie's cardio is a massive concern. You know, Marcel, he tends to really get tired as the fight goes on, as we know. And I don't think he has the best chin either. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't think Jonathan Pierce is great. I'll say that right now, Marcel. I don't think he's great. Um, Slight lean for me against for Pierce, slight, very slight. Uh, but I think you know, based on the odds, it might be Donald Pass. So I don't blame you at all for taking Amrikani, and I think he definitely could win by submission. I'll say that right now. Don't have odds on submission, but inside the distance is plus three twenty-five. I'll tell you right now, like if you want to take Amrikani, I think you just go by submission because I don't think he's going to win a decision in this fight because the cardio is a concern. But he's absolutely alive in that first round, especially. Um, I think based on what I saw with Pierce, he can get out of the submissions. If it, get, if it gets to that, Aaron Connie's a different beast, though, than Rodriguez. So, Pierce by decision, but not confident, Marcel. That's my pick, but I'm not confident. Let's go to some comments. What's up, Jason? How's it going, man? Not quite live, dog. I, he is. He absolutely is. He is unreliable, Glenn, but he has these great, like, finishes once in a while, right, Marcel? Like, you never know with this guy. Is he still SPG? Do you know if he is, Marcel? They can do it. I can do a quick check on him. Uh, Let me check his Instagram quickly. I don't know. He probably sure. is. I should know I that though. Uh, let me double check. Probably right. Like let's let's take a look. No, he's at something called Mad Training Center. Is it his own gym? I don't even know. 
Yeah, he might have his own gym now, actually, now that I look at it. It's okay. possible. Yeah, MA Training Center. Maybe it's uh, Macquan Abercrombie Training Center, it looks like. So he has his own gym now. I mean, that's interesting. Um, let me take some other pictures. Yeah, man, I think that that's what it is. I mean, possibly still cross-training, but it looks like he has his own facility in Warsaw, which it makes sense. I mean, if you're a UFC fighter, like you're established, I would open a gym too, honestly. That's how you're going to make your income when you retire, right? So mm-hmm. it makes sense. What's up, Jack? How's it going, man? I agree with Marcel. McCartney won the Kirk. I thought so too, honestly. And the stats kind of back it up. I was very surprised at the time that Kirk won that fight. I, yeah. The guy was on the ground on his back most of the fight and then somehow wins. It kind of it's weird. And it, uh, he landed more strikes, like not significant strikes, but strikes. So he did dominate Murphy in that fight. He was nasty. Again, the the cardio is a little concerned. Um, do you think the winner of this main event is will potentially be champ? Absolutely. Especially if Eskimo wins. All right, let's get to the last fight on Marcel in the prelims. <laughs> on the right, I got the uh, the bow order right for now. We got Mark Diakiesi against Demir Hadzovic. And odds for this one, Marcel, minus 305 DKC plus 255 Hadzovic. What do you think? Yeah, so uh, last time Mark Diakiesi got a lot of uh, backlash from the fans by wrestling Vyacheslav Borshev, right, uh, for three rounds. He needed a win, man. And after that, he got a new contract. So a smart move by him, you know. If you look at Demir Hadzovic, uh, got that win against Yancy Medeiros. Crazy fight, I thought. Um, but, but a good win. Um, the thing is here, like, I think Diakasi has more ways to win. You know, I think Diakasi can knock him out. And we saw Diakasi can wrestle, you know, although mm-hmm. Borshev isn't a great wrestler, you know, but Hadzovic mm-hmm. isn't either, in my opinion. Um I'm thinking Dia Casey here, man. I think uh, he he will go more back to his striking things that he normally does, and I think he knocks out Hadzovic in the second round. I think he goes back to his wrestling, to be honest, Marcel. Like uh, that's what I think. I mean, I think he wins though. I'm going to go with Dia Casey, but it's like he is a pretty underrated fighter, honestly. Like he's you know some of his losses are really tough guys, obviously, and he's he's pretty good everywhere, you know. And again, this is this is isn't this a hometown fight for him too? Like he sh- you know he should have the crowd behind him. No, Hadzovic is not bad. I mean, I had him in the last round with Medeiros last year. I bet on him, and man, that third round was so sketchy. Like, I was really – if that fight was, like, 10 more seconds, he might have lost that fight. Now, it's weird, though, because, like, Yankees and Bellator got cut, and now this guy is headlining the prelims. It's kind of weird how that happens sometimes. Uh-huh. He's not bad. He's a good striker, I think, Marcel. He's got some power we've seen, but the wrestling, the takedown defense is not great. Yancey took him down twice. Yadros took him down six times. Patrick took him down nine times. Held four times. I mean, the, the takedown defense is bad. I think that's the easiest path here for – you saw in the last fight, he has good wrestling. It's underrated wrestling. Hadzovic, 37% takedown defense. This is not good. Gotta go with DK. I actually think he's better everywhere, Marshall. I've got to be honest with you. Like, yeah, he's yeah. another guy that I think wins the fight. I, I, I like him in this fight. I think it's a job done. Hadzovic is tough, though. I'll tell you that right now. He is a very tough dude. I'm thinking a decision, but you know, it wouldn't surprise me, I guess, if he did get a finish. But I definitely like DKC in this fight. All right, Marshall, let's go to the next one. The main card here, guys, with a pair of light heavyweights. Paul Craig against Volkan Uzdemir. Great fight here at 205 pounds. Volkan Uzdemir minus 150. Paul Craig, I think I'm doing it right, right? Plus 130. Paul, Paul Craig. <laughs> <laughs> What's your pick, my man? Yeah, uh, Paul Craig, Mr. Cheat Code, right? Um, Dude can be in a horrible fight for three rounds and then can can submit you in the last 10 seconds, last five seconds, whatever, you know. Um, but he's doing decent, I think. You know, I got to say, uh, the fight against Krilov last time out, he looked like he was going to lose that fight, you know. And then Krilov was smart and went with a smart between smart, you know, and went with him to the ground and he got submitted. Uh, if you look at Falcon Ozdemir, the thing with Volkan Uzdemir is he went super, super quick in the UFC, man. Three wins, got a title shot, lost to Cormier, then lost two more. One against Latifi after that, you know, uh, got another win against uh, against Rakic, which was kind of a 50-50. Could have gone, could have gone to Rakic, in my opinion. And uh, then he got uh, Prohaska, right, the champion right now. And uh, he lost that fight, and he also lost his most recent fight against Ankalaev. The thing for me is, like, I think Paul Craig has has the momentum, you know, and Volkan can crack him. I think it's definitely possible, you know, but Craig can submit him, you know what I mean? So for me, it's like I'm going with Paul Craig. I think he will have some uh, adversity again in this fight, but uh, he pulls off a submission second round. 
this is this is another funny one because like I I suck at picking Paul Craig fights. I'm just gonna yeah. say it right now, like he is one of the hardest guys for me to pick. Yes. Like every time I pick against him, he loses, and every time I pick him to win, he loses. So or sorry, you know what I'm saying? Every time I pick him to win, he loses. Every time I pick him to lose, he wins. That's what I'm about to say. He's just a tricky guy to call. I mean, because Marcel, like you said, he's got that cheat code, right? He could be down yeah. and out, like the Ankalaya fight. You know, one second left, like. <laughs> Krylov's battering his face and he pulls off the triangle, you know? Uh, all these fights, Marcel, like time and time again. Kennedy, same with Kennedy that fight. Kennedy and cool, yeah. Yeah. You know, I will say this. I, I feel like he's a little underrated right now because I feel like Jamal Hill is the guy getting all the hype and for good reason because Jamal Hill's an absolute beast. But mm -hmm. he beat him fair and square, you know? He finished him, Marcel. And he's the guy opening up the, the main card in a fight night where Jamal Hill is headlining a fight night. I just feel like... Paul Craig should have gotten someone ranked higher. I mean, Uzdemir is definitely higher than him, but it's not by much. You know, where Santos is like, what, top five guy, right? Mm -hmm. um, Uzdemir absolutely can knock him out. He's got power. We all know that. But Craig, like you said, Marcel, he's got the cheat code. And I feel like he's improving on the feet too. And at this point, Marcel, I just – I can't pick against him, honestly. Like, <laughs> I feel like I would pick against him he's going to submit him. I'm going to be like, why, did I, why didn't I pick him this fight, you know? Maybe he gets knocked out again. I don't even care. I'm picking Paul Craig, too. I got to take him here, Marcel. I have to. I can't not take him here, guys. Like, I've been wrong about him so much that I just have to go with him on that battle. Dude. And again, the submissions are, are nasty. What do you say? I mean, how crazy is it? Because Paul Craig said after the Ankalaya fight, if I lost this one, I was going to retire. So <laughs> He's won so many bonuses since then, too, yeah. eh? Like, again, the chin is not great. We've seen him get dropped and finished by... I feel like the last six fights, he's 5-0-1, oh, and, and he has improved Marcel. And again, the yeah, wins are pretty good. fucking good, you know? Yeah. Like, he's got some good wins on his resume. That Jamal Hill fight, that was so nasty, Marcel. That yeah. was just brutal. Again, who knows how the fight would have played out had he, you know, the guy got, not got injured. But he did the injury to him. He's the one who did that. So, sure. yeah, I mean, and, and you know, Volkan is Volkan's not that durable himself, Marcel. He's also a guy that's been finished many times, right? Like, if he was like more of a tough dude, like I, I guess I would have to pick him. But you know, I listen. I get Volkan's only lost to the best of the best. I mean, that's the truth. You know, he's lost to elite guys, right? But Paul Craig, I just can't pick against him. I can't do it. I gotta go. With, I gotta go with Craig. <laughs> Craig by ankle pick. I don't know about that. <laughs> Volkan one K in five years. I think it was Latifi, right? I'm not sure. Craig by sub. Yeah. Craig by sub. I'm checking right now. Paul Craig by submissions plus two thirty. <sighs> I mean. There's got to be value there, right? You know, just based that's how he wins his fights. Yeah. Maybe he could finish him by strikes in this fight, but I think if he wins this by sub, and Usman got subbed uh, Anthony Smith. And I want to say Kelly Anderson. I think that's the guy's name in Delaware yeah. that's submitting, right? Like, so it's possible. I mean, that, that's maybe one of his weaknesses. Again, he's got fucking a lot of power, guys. So, like, he could put him out here, but how could you not take Paul Craig as a dog, right? You have to. So, that's my pick. All right, let's get to the next fight here. Molly McCann against Hannah Goldie, Marcel. I actually have a very confident pick in this one as well. Molly McCann, minus 380. Hannah Goldie, plus 310. The odds makers opened up. Molly McCann at minus 200. He shot up to almost minus 400 now. I mean, I'm going to start with this one, Marcel. I absolutely like her to win this fight for sure. She, she has to win this fight. I mean, this is a fight for her to win, and it's designed for her to win. And stylistically, it's a, it's a good matchup for her. She, to me, is the better striker. Um, her grappling should be able to match up well with Hannah Goldie. I just don't know Hannah wins this fight. You also do like, she's, I, I just don't think she's better than Molly anywhere, you know? Uh, Molly McCann, I think decision, Marcel. Um, but, you know, last time I thought decision, it was going to decision too, and she knocked her with a spinning back over. But McCann by decision, that's my pick here. Uh, that's like basically, you have to like lay chalk on that, so it's not great, but that's what I think happens. I feel really good about her here, though. What do you think? Yeah, the more research on this one. I was actually, I didn't even know that Hannah Goldie wasn't a real uh, last name. So, uh, you know that? Yeah, I, I, it's Goldschmidt, right? Yeah. Goldschmidt, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, man, this is a typical fight they put on in England for Molly McCann to look good, in my opinion, you know? Yeah. I, I, I mean, Goldie won her last fight uh, against Emily Whitmire, but she hasn't impressed me so far, to be really honest. McCann. I think McCann does well against almost everybody who's not in the top 15, man, to be really honest. And there's no hate to Molly. I think she's amazing. But uh, I don't see her as the next big thing or whatever. I think she's a really good a good uh, rep representative for England. You know, uh, they love her over there. 
they should put her on these kind of cards, I think. And uh, this is a favorable fight for her. You know, she should be able to win. If she doesn't get stopped, but she will win the decision. So I'm taking on the McCann here. I, I think she wins for sure, too. Here's a question from Beertree. What's your biggest underdog pick that you got right on this card or in general? In, in, in like, all the cards ever? I mean, I'd pick some... Uh, Go ahead. Want to say? I remember I picked uh, David Sawada to beat Abu Bakar Nurmagomedov. That's a good pick. Yeah, that was a good one. It's been a while, but I remember I picked Overeem or uh, Ben Rothwell and Overeem. Overeem. He was plus four hundred. That was a good bet for me. It's one of my better bets. He was four to one dog. I don't really pick those huge underdogs. I never really think they can win. And then sometimes they do. But I remember that fight. I was like, "There's no way I'm picking Overeem if he's on. I'm taking Rothwell." It was a while ago. Yeah, I pick a lot of dogs too. I mean, every card I'm picking, you know, a couple more than most people do, but. As far as like the big big dogs, like I haven't got one of those like Nunez Pena, you know GSP Sarah fights right before. I mean those are almost impossible to pick, and I've never actually seen someone pick those fights correctly until after the fight where they post their bet but Like I bet on this fight. I'm like, where was the pick before the fight though? Like you know what I mean? So anyway, that, that's what I was gonna say. All right, let's get to the next fight here. The speaking guy, we just mentioned him, Marcel Nikita Krylov, right? Is it Krylov? I think so. Right? Yeah, Krylov. Yeah. Alexander Gustafson, the Mauler. How crazy is this the way that in 2022 you got Krylov as you know the minus minus 190 favorite, Augustin uh, plus 160, and if this was like five years ago, ten no well, not even I guess ten years ago especially, but like five years ago Marcel like I think the odds would be flipped. But in 2022, like I mean, how do you have faith in Gustafson anymore? Like how you know the guys looked really bad. He hasn't fought in two years. The, the Verdun fight was awful. Um, the Anthony Smith fight was it's not good either. The Jones fight was bad. The last time he looked good was literally five years ago. It's Glover Teixeira. He looked amazing, you know. And listen, I love Gustafson. I mean, he's had some amazing fights, Marcel. Like I was at the Jones fight, one of the best fights of all time. You know, he's had some amazing performances, like the Teixeira fight, Blahovitz. Those are massive wins, right? But in twenty twenty two, Marcel, like I have a hard time picking him. And Krylov's not great. Obviously, he he struggled himself throughout his career and. But, you know, I think he's actually turned into the better fighter overall at this point of their careers. Like, I think he's more well-rounded. And I'm I'm, I'm starting to first, Marcel. I'm picking Krylov. So that's my pick in this one, man. What do you think? I have zero trust in Gustafson, man, to be really honest. You know, uh, I think when he uh, announced his retirement, and there's no disrespect to the guy because I respect him a lot, I think – would have been better if he was staying retired, in my opinion. I, I haven't seen anything where I was like, oh, man, the Augustuson is back, you know? And even Krilov hasn't looked great, man, in the yeah. UFC lately, but I still favor him over Augustuson, you know? I think he can finish him even. I'm going with a – I think I'm going with a knockout win in the first round for Krilov, man. Taking a knockout, eh? I think it's possible. Augusto is a pretty good chain, in my opinion. I, I think it's submit him. I think that's maybe the way it goes. I know he got subbed in his last fight, but Krulov's actually got subs, you know, and mm -hmm. he's submitted quite a few guys, uh, but he's also got power as well. Uh, I don't think this fight goes three rounds. Do you? No, no. I'll be. I think if it goes three rounds, it will be a really, really sloppy fight. To be really honest, yeah, it might be. So that, that's our pick for this one, and uh, we'll go to the next fight here, Marcel. Mm -hmm. Let's go to the next one here. Uh, we have Patty Pimblett against Jordan Levitt. So interesting fight here in the UFC uh, lightweight division. And right now we got Pimblett as minus 250 favorite, Jordan Levitt plus 210. Your thoughts on this one, my man? Yeah, it's free from the UFC that they now give a guy to Patty Pimblett who they are not have to be afraid of that he knocks him down or whatever, staggers him in the first round. Um yeah, let's be honest, dude. Uh, Jordan Lovett, he's 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 an okay fighter, you know. Um, this is typically what they did with O'Malley as well, you know. They gave him, I remember giving him Jose Quinones, and Quinones was like <laughs> four and one back then in the UFC. And now I think Lovett is three and one or four and one in the UFC, and his record looks great, but I don't see as him as a huge competitor in the division, you know. I think this is this is like Molly McCann against Hannah Gold, you know. They also want to give Paddy a good fight in front of his own crowd. The only thing that can happen is that Jordan Lovett is better on the ground than Paddy. It's possible. You know, I don't know if so, but it's possible. I think Paddy has the advantage in the stand-up. I think Paddy knocks him on the first round, to be really honest. I, I got to go with Paddy, too. Uh, you know, I've seen a lot of love on Jordan Lovett. I get it. I mean, he's a good wrestler. Obviously, we know that, Marcel. But I don't know. Like, I, I haven't been too impressed. But other than the, the slam, I guess, against Matt White, yeah. was nasty. Like, I mean, the Trey Ogden fight, the last fight, was very close. He won because he's... 
He spanned those low kicks in the second round, I think it was. They just That's how he won the fight. It was crazy, kind of. And then the other fight with, remember my boy Claudio Puelles, Marcel, he got completely all grappled in that fight, yeah. you know? Like, so it just makes you wonder, like, is this guy really even that good of a grappler? Because, like, he got really all grappled badly in that fight, you know? I think he's decent. He'll be a lot of the guys at the bottom of the division, but I feel like this is a fight where he should win. You're thinking by knock day. I mean, he's pretty tough, but you know what, Marcel? Like, he probably does finish him, Paddy Pimblett. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if it was decision, though, so I'm kind of on the fence about that. But, I, I, I mean, how do you not go to Pimblett here, right? Like, I think you have to. I'm not, like, super – I don't know if this guy will be a champ like some people do, but, I mean, I got to go with this guy. So, let me go through some other uh, comments here, guys. Sorry. Let me get some comments. Do uh, you guys think Patty Ferguson could happen? Did you mention this, I think, early, earlier? Um, maybe. Maybe they do that fight because, you know, they like him. I 100% think Dustin retires if he loses. What do you think, Marcel? I think that's that's for sure. What do you think? Um, Gus. Well, Gus. Yeah, I don't know, man. It depends how he feels. But, you know, if it's a ba- very bad fight for him, maybe. you know, He's I, retired I like two times already. Yeah, like, exactly, yeah. yeah. I don't trust him at all, guys. Levitt said he knows he's the UFC handpick poem. We'll have that chip in your shoulder. It's a real guy's live dog. Maybe. I mean, you got. I see a lot of people on him, George. So, I mean, I, I know that people like something here, I guess the grappling, but I don't know. I just, I don't think Lev is great. You know, it wouldn't shock me though. George wanted to bring up Molly's only loss in England as a pro rancher, Julian Robertson in 2018. Robertson back then was, you know, well, she still is a grappler. Beatrice was asking about Masvidal Askren. I'm a dumb ass and I picked Askren to win that fight. And who knows how the fight would have played out, but I mean, Dude, he would be knocked out. I he, picked he, Askren as well. So yeah, <laughs> so, yeah I mean, like, yeah, that was, that was interesting. Gus and Tiago in Sweden. Yeah, I remember I had a huge bet on Gustafsson in that fight. That was a great bet. Tiago, uh, he was like minus 200, I want to say. It was cheap odds at the time. Tiago Silva, right? Yeah, I guess Tiago Silva. If that was now, he would be like minus 400. I mean, the odds are different than they used to be. Not sure. Oh, yeah, the Swedish card. That's true. I think, by the way, Hams, I don't know if someone mentioned it, but I think Hams that will headline that card, right? In Sweden, mm-hmm. Marcel. That's my guess. They do this with McGregor's well, opponent picking. They did, but eventually he started, he had to fight Chad Mendez. I know it was short nose, but still, you know, Aldo, like, at the beginning of his career, for sure. I mean, but he fought Max Holloway too, you know. So I don't know, if, like. Yeah, but the, I don't think that's a fair comparison because Max Holloway wasn't the Max Holloway he became after that. True. You know, he actually set in his run after that fight, and Connor got a title shot of beating Dennis Seaver, pretty much. That's true. He did. Yes, he did. All right, let's get to the next fight here, guys. We have Jack Hermanson against Chris Curtis. It's not there until he pulled out of another fight. Uh, you know what the injury was this time, Marcel, for 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 Till. I have no idea, but I know he will be in Chris Curtis' corner. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. I mean, they're—I think they're friends, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, he's trained with those guys, right? With him yeah. and Strickland and those guys. All right, so the odds for this one are interesting because it opened. Uh, the odds makers obviously made a mistake here. They opened up Hermanson at minus one hundred and sixty, Curtis plus one hundred and forty. Those odds flipped quickly. Curtis is the favorite, minus one hundred and twenty. Hermanson plus one hundred. So still competitive odds, but Curtis is the favorite. And I'll start with this one, Marcel. I I really like Chris Curtis here. Oh, by the way, it's the injury. That's what it was. Thanks. Right. Uh, I like Chris Curtis in this fight, Marcel. I think we we knew in the last fight that uh, you know we saw in the last fight, Mar- Marcel, twenty for twenty in takedown defense against Rodolfo Vera, who's a really good grappler. Phil Haas is also a good grappler. He stopped all three of his takedowns. And Brendan Allen's a good grappler. Stopped all three of his. Twenty six for twenty six in takedown defense. We know how good his striking is. Listen, Jack Hermanson is a good fighter. He's got really good ground game. Great ground game. And his striking is pretty good. It's not great, but it's pretty good. But Curtis, I think, betters him on the feet. And even with the short note, I'm not worried because he just fought and he's back in the gym the next day. He's a guy that's always training. With Chris Curtis, I think he's on like an eight-fight win streak right now, guys. And with so much momentum, momentum is a big part of the sport. And I feel like he's catching Hermanson at a good time. I got to go with Chris Curtis, Marcel. I have to. I, I wish I got him at plus 140. If he did, I mean, that's an amazing bet, I think. But even at like minus one twenty, it's not bad odds at all, you know. Um, and maybe maybe it'll get down to like plus one hundred again. Maybe I don't know though. I, I think Chris Curtis is the play here though again because the takedown defense is fucking amazing. It's incredible, and the striking's really good. Uh, Jack Herman's is tough as hell, but he has been knocked out like before. Uh, what's his name? Cannonier knocked him out. He could, and so did Santos. I think it's possible he knocks him out. Marcel, it's either an awkward decision, but I like Chris Curtis here. I don't know what you think, but I like Chris Curtis, Marcel. Also, Tegan mentioned that Jack Hermanson fought Sean Strickland recently, uh, one of yes. Curtis's uh, main <laughs> Somehow partners. a split decision, but I mean, we all saw that fight. There's no way it was a split. It was no. Sean Strickland by unanimous. should have been. Yeah. Um, I feel like, you know, Curtis, uh, 
I think Hermanson is better on the ground, but he has to get him, he has to get him there. And I'm pretty confident Curtis can keep it standing. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm favoring her. I'm favoring Curtis as well here. Does he finish him? I don't know. I, I prefer to go for a decision here for Chris Curtis. There you go. Uh, here's some good comments. I like this comment. Picking Hermanson because Curtis was getting picked apart in the stamp by Rodolfo. You know what? Rodolfo did better in the stamp than I thought, but I think it also had to do with Curtis just being like. He was so focused on the takedown defense that he wasn't even trying to struggle. And then, you know, as the fight went on, obviously, he really just started pouring it on. Uh, you know, this fight, it's going to be similar, but because, like, he knows Jack's going to go and take him down. But I don't know, man. I, I think there's levels to the striking here. I think Curtis is, like, a really good striker, and I, I think he's mm -hmm. definitely going to strike him. This is also a good point. It's first time outside of North America, which is crazy because he's been fighting for so long. He's only fought in USA, Canada. I think he fought in Mexico once, I'm not mistaken, but – Mostly in, in North America, like you said. So that's interesting. I'm not worried about the weight cut, though, at all, to be honest with you, because he's a guy that used to fight 170. He's actually an undersized 185er, Marcel, which is interesting. Um, so I think he'd be fine as far as the weight goes. I'm not too worried about it, Glenn, even with the you know, relatively short notice. Again, he just fought. He was back in the gym the next day. This is a guy that's constantly training. I love everything about Chris Curtis, Marcel. I, I think this is, this is such a great story to see this guy in the UFC right now doing well. He should have been in the UFC four or five years ago, you know, so... It's great to see him here, and I he, think he's doing really good, and uh, I, I expect him in this fight. I, I like the matchup for him. I do, so that's my thoughts on this. Let's get to the main event now, guys. Great fight here in the UFC heavyweight division. We have Curtis Blaze taking on Tom Aspinall. So odds for this were also very interesting. Odds open as a pick -em, okay? Pure pick -em, minus 108 each. Now, and I've been watching the line for the last couple months. Now, Tom Aspinall, all of a sudden, is minus 135. Curtis Blaze is one, plus 115. So that's kind of interesting. Aspinall is actually the, the favorite. He's the lower-ranked fighter. Um, he's the guy taking the step up in competition. Curse Blades is now plus money. So I'd like to hear your thoughts on this, Marcel, because I have my thoughts on this fight. I think it's a, an amazing fight. I think the winner's right there for a title shot. Um, give me your thoughts on this fight, man. Yeah, man, I think Aspinall is a good fighter. I really like him, but I saw so far from him. But Blades, dude, has been an established guy for a long time. He's a top-five fighter, in my opinion. His wrestling is super heavy. You know, uh, his stand-up looked pretty good against Blade or against um, Darkest last time out. Yeah. You know, yeah. um, man, this can, this can be a sucky fight, dude, for for Tom Aspinall if he doesn't get a finish here. I think I think Blades will try to keep going, keep going for a takedown here. He knows what his strength is, and we know Aspinall is pretty well on the ground. But how does he on his back if with the heavy wrestler like Blades on him? Um, does it come so far, or does Aspinall knock him out in the first round? Maybe it's possible. All everything's possible, but for me, I'm going with. The, for me, this is a safe pick, dude. I'm taking Blades by decision here. I think uh, people in England are gonna be upset. I think Blades gonna win decision. I love this fight. I mean, they're both really good fighters. I've been on Tom Aspinall, Marcel. I've bet on him in all of his fights in the UFC so far, including the Volkov fight. So I've been really high on this guy. I think he's great, but I think mm -hmm. this is disrespectful to Curtis Blades that he's underdog in this fight. I don't. I don't get it. I, he should be favored to win the fight. I mean, he's the guy with so much experience. Here's the thing, guys. The other thing is, like, they're only two years apart. Like, you don't, you don't realize that. You think Tom's this, like, super young guy. He's obviously, he's only 29. He's not, like, old. But I'm saying Curtis is only 31. And he's been in the UFC for six years now, fighting the best of the best. He, if you look at the experience, Marcel, he's fought the best guys in the world. Okay, so he lost to Francis twice. Who cares? Like, everyone's mm -hmm. going to lose to Francis. He, he lost to Derek Lewis in the fight. He was winning, and then he got caught. It happens. Derek Lewis knocks a lot of people out. That's it. I get it. Aspinall hasn't lost either in the UFC. I understand, you know, but I think he probably loses those guys too. You know, maybe not Lewis, but Francis for sure. And then you look at the wins, Marcel, like just the meat grind of opponents and the, the wrestling is incredible. The striking is improving. I, I feel like this could be a bad night for Aspinall, man. I, I'm surprised they did this fight. I thought they would, I think they should have did Tom Aspinall and uh, Kai Tuvesa. That's the fight I, I think they should have I agree fully with you. Yeah, I think that's the fight to make. And then Ty obviously would have had a puncher's chance, but Tom was better everywhere in that fight. Yeah. This is a tough fight for him, in my opinion. I, I think you have to take Curtis Blades a plus money. That's my pick. It'll be my bet because, I mean, I just feel like the odds should be flipped around. I think he should be slightly favored to win the fight because of the grappling. You know, I, and the, not only that, Marcel, he's more proven. He's been five rounds. We haven't seen Tom go five rounds. In the UFC, yeah. You know, I just feel like Curtis is the advantage in a lot of places. I mean, listen, Aspinall's special, though, so... If he won, it, I guess it wouldn't completely surprise me, Marcel, because he's very good. But I just think the odds are, should be the other way around. If you take Tom Aspinall, you might as well just take him inside the distance. That's plus 140. Because I think if he wins, it's going to be in stoppage. I, I don't see him winning a decision over Curtis Blades. That would shock me. 
I think for Blades, you know, decision and knock and and, and inside the distance are both plus three hundred. I think they're both very viable paths to him to win. I think you could win by TKO uh, ground and pound or by uh, decision. Um, so I think both those things could happen. But I, I just think Curtis Blades wins this fight. So I know I some of the, uh, the English guys are not going to like it, but I like Curtis Blades in this fight more so. Are you surprised we agree? No, because I think you know. You, you see the same thing I do. I mean, the, the grappling, yeah. right? And I feel like you also are probably confused why the odds are so, like, yeah. man, they were a pick-em fight for most of the... It's been minus 110 for, like, the last few weeks, and all of a sudden, now he's shot to minus 135. It just seems a little weird to me, guys. Like, i got to be honest with you. Like, I know Aspinall's great, but mm-hmm. Curtis Blades is fucking great, too, you know? So, I don't know. Okay. i got to go with Curtis Blades. There's some comments here. Juan like Curtis Blades. Working his jersey with Craig Jones. He wants to get his first sub. I don't know if it's going to be this fight. Tom Aspinall's on a black belt, too. Oh, Glenn likes Blade. That's surprising because, you know, he's Aspinall's uh, one of his fans. I mean, I like Tom, too. I mean, that's the thing. Like, I try not to think with my with my uh, heart, Marcel. I try to think with my brain with these picks, you know? Me, too. I like, I like Blades. Aspinall's fought. No one like him. I know. It's true, man. It's very true. What's up, Daniel? Glad to have you here, man. Yeah, listen to the replays, man. We did the whole uh, the breakdown for this whole card 14 fights. UFC wanted to get Parisians the funnier, easier. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't understand. I think they should have gone and, and uh, Blades. I think that, that fight made more sense, personally. Marcel, you know, mm-hmm. and that's a hard fight to call. Like, I don't even know who I would have picked in that fight, you know, because I know he's, you know, doesn't have a ton of fights either, but to me, he's very good as well. Just saw Blades. Uh, it's always the favorite twice against the gong. He's always the favorite. Now he's an underdog. It's kind of weird. Like, actually, let me check. Is this the first time Blade? well, the odds have not closed yet, but this might be the first time he's been an underdog. Let me check. Um... Blades, 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 blades. Okay, so right now this is the first time Curtis Blades has been an underdog in his UFC career. Okay, uh, that's kind of fucked up, don't you think so, Marcel? That's kind of weird, don't you think? Yeah, like of all the guys he's fought, now he's an underdog. I don't get it. I mean, it's a little weird. Don't get me wrong, guys. Tom Aspinall is very good. He could win this fight, but I just feel like I didn't cap the fight this way. I capped it the other way around. I capped Curtis Blades as a slight favorite, so got to go with him as a dog. You know, Aspinall did look good against Volkov. He did look good. Blades looked good against Dawkins. Blades looked good against a lot of guys. So it's a good fight, but gotta go with Blades. You're no longer welcome to the UK after this breakdown on real probation, probably. The <laughs> English fans listening, you're probably gonna be pissed off at me, but I, I just gotta go with the, with, with the guy I think wins, Marcel. So, you know, and I, I believe it'll be first Blades. They gave uh, Tom Basin the gone because Tubasa earned the fight more than Blades. Tubasa five fight knockouts and Michael Lewis, something Blades could do. That's true. No, we're not saying gone ducking him. I don't think anyone said that. I just think we're saying like that. We would have thought that would have made more sense just because, like, stylistically, I think it would have made more sense. But whatever. I mean, I know what you're saying. Whenever Steve, I mean, I don't know who Steve is going to fight. He's going to fight someone. Or winner of Converse Tide. Maybe that's the fight, too. I think that, I think they'll probably just do that. Maybe that's just the plan because they, they think, you know, with Jones coming back, it's going to drag out. They're just like, all right, we'll do these two fights and then the winners will fight each other. Anyways, I'm, I'm looking forward to this card, man. It should be good. Uh, last question here. So, young athletic problem. Aspel probably working on his tape on defense three months. I mean, Blades has been wrestling his whole life, though, you know? So, I don't know, Marcel. I mean, it's, it's an interesting fight. I just feel like, again, this is the first time Blades has been an underdog in his whole career, guys. And you look at who he's fought. I mean, that's surprising. That's all I'm going to say that. All right. I think that's it. Anything else you want to say about this card, Marcel? No, man. Let's go to Bellator. We're going to do Bellator 283 really quick, guys. Uh, we'll get out of here after that. We don't have odds for this card right now, Marcel. So I want to give a shout-out to my boy James Lynch. He's going to be at this card doing live coverage. He's in Tacoma, so that's kind of cool. Just a couple of the fights here, Marcel. Douglas Lee taking on Jason Jackson. We don't have odds. I like Jason Jackson in this fight. Hopefully he's an underdog. Uh, I, I think he wins the fight. I like Jason Jackson. I believe it's a five-round fight, too, uh, as well. Um, but I, whenever you talk to people, like it's at uh, – Killcliff FC or whatever, they're like, Jason Jackson's like one of the best welterweights in the world no one's talking about. And I love Douglas Lima. He's been one of my favorite guys for years, but I do think he's on the decline or so. He's lost three straight fights. I know to like really good competition, I get it, but Jason Jackson's legit. I do think he wins this fight. What do you think? Yeah, I think so as well, to be really honest, man. I think Jason Jackson has a little good lately, man. And uh, he should be, uh, he should get a title shot, I think, if he wins. It's so funny. I just typed in Jason Jackson on, on, on uh, Google. And I brought up there's a store by my house called Jason Jackson's Men Clothing. So that's kind of funny. I don't know if it's him, but I think that's pretty funny. Uh, a couple other ones here. Sidney Outlaw against Tafik Maseyev. So that's interesting because uh, he's supposed to fight Pitbull, Outlaw was. Uh, Maseyev actually beat Pitbull in Ryzen, but he lost his last fight in Ryzen as a fought in two years. 
he's really good, but I don't know. I don't know what to think about him coming over here uh, to the states, fighting Outlaw. Outlaw is really good too. He's only lost to Chandler recently. I guess I lean towards Cindy Outlaw a little bit, but it's it's pretty tough fight to call. What do you think? Yeah, I lean towards Tofik. Okay, there you go. Yeah, good fighter. Yeah, it's a good fight. It's actually a good fight. The winner is going to fight for the belt. Uspender Magomedov against Chris Gonzalez. I mean, Chris Gonzalez is not bad either, but I think Uspender wins. What do you think? Yeah, I agree. Definitely. I think uh, another one for Usman here. Here's a good one, Marcel. Lawrence Larkin, a guy who no one talks about anymore, but he used to be really good in the UFC, against Mohamed Berkamov. I can't even pronounce this guy's name. How do you say it, Marcel? You know the guy I'm talking about. Mohamed Berkamov. Yeah. Who do you think wins? The thing is, Berkamov is not very, uh, not fighting a lot. You know, I think uh, he should have been in Bellator or the UFC like years ago. You know, uh, yeah, I remember his fights with Brad Cooper and uh, ACA or ACB. Um, I kind of favor Lawrence Larkin here because of the uh, not fighting very often by Berkamov, but I think Berkamov is more talented. But yeah. I don't know. ADR Franklin versus Marcelo Gohm heavyweight fight. Of course, they do the same thing the UFC does, put the low level heavyweights on the main card. What do you think? Yeah, but to be really honest, like 90% of Bellator heavyweights are low level heavyweights, so no disrespect. Um, I don't know, man. Not really interested in it. Marcelo Golden wasn't great in the UFC, no. in my opinion. You know, so yeah, I don't know. I guess, frankly, because I, I would fake yeah. any chance I can get. I'm going to tell you right now the, the, the best fight. Like besides the top couple fights on the card is this one Dalton Rost against Romero Carlton Marcel. Yeah, they are both tough. very good middleweight prospects, and I think yeah. this is the fight that should have opened the card on the main card. Mm-hmm. This is on YouTube though, I guess, so you could watch yeah. it on prelims. Dalton Ross is an absolute beast. They call this guy Hercules. He looks like Hercules. He's an absolute monster. He actually has a knockout win over Cody Brundage Marcel as amateurs, so that's interesting. Um, Romero Cotton, he's also very good. He's six and zero, great wrestler. Man, this is a really hard fight to call. They are both really legit prospects, Marcel. I, I, I want to get your thoughts quickly on this one because I think you know who they are. Then, yeah, definitely, good. man. Yeah, I think they were they were supposed to fight before, right? But uh, it got canceled back then. I really like Dalton Rosta, man. I think he's uh, he, he can be a contender in the next few years. You know, yeah. and uh, Romero Cotton is good as well. But I kind of favor Dalton Rosta. That was my lean too, but man, this guy Cotton is a good wrestler. So like, yeah. you never know, right? There's some other fights in the card. I mean. You know, Kai Kamaka is fighting. Uh, he, he better win. I'll just say that because I know he lost uh, his last fight in Bellator. So he's got to get it back in the winning ways. But, yeah, I mean, yeah. overall, I mean, it's not a bad card. Like, I'll probably catch some of the card. I, I'm not going to, like, make it, like, a priority to watch this card. But I'll definitely catch the main event and a couple of the, the main card fights. So I definitely want to see the Rasta fight eventually, too. So that's it for this. And then let's get some quick comments here, guys. And then we'll get out of here. It's time to go. Marshall's got to eat dinner. It's uh, 6 p.m. your time, right, Marcel? I believe. Yeah. And then uh, I got to get going too. Uh, it's uh, my fiance's birthday. We're going out for lunch more. So we're going to a buffet. Oh, so it's going to be awesome. Happy we're birthday, going to... man. Thanks, man. Do you have a place called Mandarin? Do they have that in, uh, in, okay. So it's like a, it's a great buffet. It's all, like Chinese food, American, Canadian food, I should say. And it's awesome. awesome. So looking yeah. forward to it, man. I, I barely eaten anything today. Cause I was like, all right, I'm going to pig out later on. All right. <laughs> let's get some comments really quick guys. Uh, if Oliveira has a fight, who gets Connor? If he comes back, I think he's going to probably fight the winner. <laughs> it doesn't make sense, but. Maybe you could fight Michael Chandler or something. Maybe. Did you guys see Gone Spartan with Shamil Gaziev? No, I didn't see that. I, I didn't take a look. I'm not on Instagram that much, honestly. Uh, I should be, but I'm not. See the report get pay, Kayla gets paid $1 million per fight. I think she's getting 500000 per fight, I'm say, isn't it? I, I think it was. Kayla Harrison, Yeah, something it? like that. Yeah. Or something like that. And then obviously a million on top of it. So yeah, she's, she's banking fights. I don't think she gets a win bonus, but yeah, she's killing it. It's just crazy though, man. She does she fight worst competition in Patty? Yes. She's fought the girl that's twelve and thirteen in her last fight, Kayla Young. She's a veteran, but come on. Booking up Islam Charles Ferris say Gamron Darius next. I mean that's what Dana said, right? You saw the same interview with me, so I think that's probably what they'll do. Uh eight local. That's my guess. All right, Marcel. I think I'm pretty much talked out. We did two hours again. So Sunday morning, dude. Stop. Dude, I just see they booked uh, Bigfoot Silva again for a fight, dude. Disgusting. But again, I stopped caring because he wants to just get knocked out. He wants to make a payday. His family doesn't care. His team doesn't care. I don't care either. I felt bad before, Marcel. I don't care anymore. I've been seeing this guy get knocked out for over 10 years now. Like, he shouldn't fight, but what, what, who am I to say? He doesn't care. He's just making a, yeah. a, a check. True. <sighs> That's sad. Very last question here. Who's next for Gurum? Great question. Paddy, if he wins. <laughs> Bobby Green. I'll say Bobby Green. There you go. Two unranked guys that should be in the rankings. All right, Marcel, that's it for this podcast. That was a lot of fun. Worked on UFC London. Let's plug your stuff, Marcel, and let's get out of here, my man. 
uh, Big Marcel twenty four on Twitter and Instagram and Eurosport.nl mixed martial arts section and expect a lot of interviews coming up on the Eurosport mixed martial arts section this week uh, because uh, many of our people are in uh, in London. So, That's awesome, yeah. man. And you're doing a really good job this interview. I know you interviewed Shane, although he was a little like ticked off for you for saying you want to win a fight of the night. No, like, no, no, no. <laughs> no, it was actually you got. It was like this, man. I I asked him before, like. Uh, on the, on the DM, like, uh, are you going to make fight of the night again? And he's like, no, man, fuck fight of the night. I want a performance of the night. So I was pretty much irritating him, him a little on bit. purpose. Yeah, 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 I did it yeah, on yeah. purpose, yeah. That's funny. All right. Anyways, you guys, you can, uh, can follow me on Twitter at mmattermartinpodcast and com. Like, share, subscribe, tell your friends about it. I'm also at bookies.com. we the best bets coming out this week uh, for UFC London and then uh, MiamiNews.com for some news. Again, not uh, doing the podcast next Sunday. We'll do it next Monday uh, instead. Marcel's birthday is next Sunday. So happy birthday, Marcel, before uh, we see you. So because we won't see you again. Happy birthday, buddy. Uh, you're going to be 33? Is that right? No, 27. I counted back after 30. So. <laughs> no, but seriously, are you going to be 33? Yeah, yeah, 33. Ages, yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Marcel will be the same age as me for a little while, guys. And then I'll, it'll be my birthday after that. Um, but yeah, happy birthday, man. Uh, Monday, 5 p.m. Eastern. Like the old days, guys. We're going to do. UFC London recap, and then we'll be previewing UFC 277. Crazy, Marcel. Like, the time is going by so quick, eh? Like, yeah. this whole summer has gone by so fast. <laughs> All right, guys, have a great week. Uh, we'll see you guys back in just over a week next Monday, 5 p.m. Eastern, right here on YouTube on the MAOdsRigger.com channel. Have a great one, guys. Peace.